Hey everybody, welcome back to Gabble. My name's Jonathan, and I have a new guest today. Today, I have Jason. How you doing, Jason? Good, how are you? Doing good. Hey man, I'm glad you were able to come, and I'm excited. Yeah, so am I. You just been working? What you been up to? Working, just working. Work retail. Yeah. Giving the customers what they need. So I heard you have a pretty interesting history, a pretty interesting story about stuff you've been through, stuff you've done, and uh, I wanted to talk about that, if you don't mind. Possibly. I've done lots of interesting things. So what do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about counterfeiting? Yeah, let's talk about counterfeiting. That sounds yeah, good. Okay. What, what kind? Um, whatever you are experienced with, whatever you, you've done. Um, I used to do checks. You counterfeited checks? Yes. That's the easiest. So how would that work? How would you do that? How would I do that? So what I would do is I would pick a company, like let's say a cable company, for instance. Okay. And they do a lot of uh, rebate checks. Okay. So checks aren't really a big thing today, but they used to be, you know, 10, 20 years ago. So, you know, the cable company would send you a rebate for $30 check. So you know there's a lot of money in that account. Okay. Because yeah. they're sending out, you know, $30 rebate, $100 rebate, just full of money. Yeah. So and you, on the bottom of that check. Yeah. Is, is that what you're getting at? The, the numbers. Okay. At yeah. the bottom. You have your, your routing number and your account number. Mm hmm. So you just basically take the check and turn the $30 into $300. <laughs> and that works? Yes. Oh, used my to. goodness. <laughs> works for a while. And then you get caught like I did. So. I ran into people passing fake um, currency. Oh, they, yeah. I get a lot of that. And their people are very creative. There were some where they would take two pieces of paper and glue them together, mm -hmm, and they would that. actually kind of separate. And I thought, well, this is kind of crazy. And I, I'm always fascinated by the counterfeit bills, and I just look at them and think, oh, this one looks pretty real, but it doesn't feel real. They hardly ever no. feel real. No, they don't. They just look good. Have you ever seen the, the movie Money? No, prop money? I, yeah. I've, I've heard about it, but I've never seen it. I worked down in the Bay Area about three or four years ago for a retail company, and you get a lot of that down there. It looks really real. So apparently you can just buy it by the brick on, on eBay. The you movie can, money? Yeah, you yeah. can buy prop money, and then they just send it to you, and uh -huh. you can just... It looks real at a distance, but when you get up close and you start reading what should be there, yeah, it's not what's supposed to be there. It's like this is 100% movie money not to be used as currency. Oh, it says that on there. Right on the bill. Oh my goodness. I wonder how that could actually work. Oh, you get people that take it. <laughs> no way. Yep. <laughs> One of my wife's employees up in Reading, she just took 100. Oh my goodness. Never bothered to check it. I even got home, it was 100. She showed me the picture on her phone. I was like, she's like, does this look real? I'm like, no, that's movie money. She's like, how do you know? I'm like, because I've seen it before. Yeah. So this check deal, how long did that last? How long were you able to pull that off? Probably about six months. Oh, that's pretty short. Short-lived. Yeah. They catch on quick. Well, there was drugs involved. Oh, my goodness. So you... <laughs> you want to start from the beginning on this one? Huh? How, how did this happen? I was a meth addict. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So... I did that for, like, two years, three years. How long ago was that? Um, it was, like, 2002 to 2005. Oh, so you've been clean for a while now. Uh, April 14th, 2005. Well, congratulations, man. Yeah. That's Thank awesome. You. Yeah. That's great. It was hard. Yeah? But got to do what you got to do. Yeah, that's... Um, so you did it to support the, the drug habit? Is that what got you into it? 
Yes and no. I mean, it's just you don't really have a clear mind, and you're just you're up twenty four hours, and what are we going to do now? So that's what you come uh, up with. Yeah, yeah. Oh, let's take this check, turn it into a three hundred dollar check. We can go to the casino for two days. Oh, yeah, it's very short lived. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely. You're not with a clear mind. So yeah. You do things that, you know, it's like I think I misspelled something on one of the checks. <laughs> and, and, and after they get like three or four of the same that they know are fake, they're looking out for it. And then it's clearly misspelled. So they go alert somebody. Right. Yeah. And I think, does the FBI handle counterfeit counterfeiting? I know they do with currency. I don't know about checks. I don't know. I didn't have to deal with any feds. So they just... Just did, all local. They just showed up to your house? Yeah. They knew exactly who you were, where you were? They caught one of my friends that I was working with, and he... Oh, there's a the whole network. Oh, yeah. He's over here. Sold you out. Yeah. That's a good friend. Not really. <laughs> no, I was being sarcastic, but yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Not funny, actually. That's terrible. It, I, you know, you do things in life that you might regret. Yeah. I kind of don't. You know, it's led me to where I am today. I know someone that says some people live and learn, and some people just live. I, I definitely learned, and I'm a better person for it today. So tell me about what, what's life been like since then? Did you start working right after that? How, how, yeah. What, what was the, did you do time? I did 240 days. Okay. And then 100 and something work days. And oh. I had to pay back all the money. Oh, for like uh, community service? Yeah. They let you out and you do, uh, so like you get sentenced to a year. Mm-hmm. And then you're in there for like 200 days. And then, you know, the jail gets full. So they kick you out and they make you serve the rest of your time in community service. What was that like? Was that the place doing the strawberry patch? That was down at the annex. Okay. Off 273. Yeah. Yeah, and I ended up doing the the animal control. Do you actually go and pick up animals, or what, what was no, your what you was just your clean clean all the the stalls? Oh, the, okay. Clean all the stalls, and if, sometimes they'd take me to like a Walmart, Target, and they'd pick up like dog food that got damaged. And like a whole pallet of dog food fell over, and they're, oh, yeah. they're going to throw it away. Yeah. So they call the animal shelter. Yeah, I always. That's cool that they give it to the animals. That's, yeah. That's better than throwing it away. Oh, yeah. There was a deal when Walmart in Anderson lost power, mm-hmm. and their freezers went out for like two hours, and they came back on. They said the food was still good, but it wasn't to their standard, so they couldn't resell it. Yeah. So a company went there. I think it was Big Brothers and Sisters, one of the the companies that you know takes food and gives it to people in need. They go out and send refrigerated trucks out to pick up the food, and the Walmart Walmart didn't want any liability for the food, so they took they walked right past the refrigeration trucks and threw it into the dumpster, mm-hmm. and they wouldn't load the trucks. That's how most retail places are. We lost uh, I lost twelve grand out of my freezers, and there's really nothing, you know, that we could do, corporate wise, but I basically had like fifteen homeless people at the back door of my store, that I was just here you go. Yeah. You know. Yes, it's, it's a crazy world we live in that people would would take that and then we're worried about getting sued, so we don't want to oh, yeah. give it away. We have, to, we have to throw it in the trash. I got sick. I had to go to the hospital. Man, that's so crazy. You just can't be happy with the free food. No. But that's the world we live in, man. There's like a... Everybody's worried about getting sued. There's like an entitlement, and we have to be careful. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know the answer. I don't know how to fix that. Just stop frivolous lawsuits. <laughs> you don't need. Yeah, but who's to say ten billion dollars? Who's to say what's frivolous? I like. I can't say. Oh, that's a frivolous lawsuit. Get out of here. And no, to, to but, them, it's a big deal. But the judges can, you know, do stuff and throw it out. And yeah, there's there's a whole other issue there. It's a long time to appear before a judge. Oh yeah, with my thing, it was I was arrested. The whole thing played out two years. I was in and out of court for two years. For before you went to prison or during the whole prison? From sentence? the time I got arrested. Okay. So before I got sentenced was like a year and a half, two years. Oh, you were being held for that time? No, they let me out on, uh, it's called uh, own recognizance. Okay. So for I, a year I, and a half. I never had any prior convictions. Okay. They look at your case. So like, like a okay, low you, flight risk, so yeah. they let you stay around. Yeah. So they let you out. And then they tell you your court date's like four months in the future. Mm-hmm. You show up to that court date. You're there for like. 10, 15 minutes, they all say a bunch of stuff, you don't say anything, and then they set another court date for like six months later. And then that goes on for, I could have played it out for another two years after that. Wow. Before you were... Convicted. Convicted. Yeah. Man, that's a crazy system. It is. I've had some friends go through some things like that, and I show up to the court deal, and it's just like that. Mm-hmm. It's like five minutes before the judge, and then they say, "Okay, next up to this date," and then you're out of there. Yeah, it's pointless. Nothing happens. Like, it just, it, you can speed it all the way up. Yeah, the judge. Why can't you make a decision right now? How long do you have to think about this? No, they don't. And the sad part was, it was my my first time. Whatever, you know, getting arrested. You know, I knew I had a drug problem. They didn't know that. Um, I offered to pay the money back and join the army. Oh, what did they say to that? And they laughed. <laughs> They laughed like, at. We don't do that anymore. What? I I'm thought like, but that I'm sounded like a pretty good pay deal. Your money back, and you're not going to see me anymore. Yeah. They're like, no. Why wouldn't that work? That's crazy. I don't know. Seemed like a good idea. It seems like a good idea to me. You could serve your country. Mm-hmm. Pay back the money. That's yep. that's restitution right there. Yep. Like, hey, I'm sorry. Fix it. Mm-hmm. But no, they didn't do that. So then it was like two years. Um, I actually had a job. I was working. While you're waiting to for the sentence. To for get the, sentenced. Okay. So then I finally get sentenced, and then I had to go tell my boss, like, what was happening. I was super scared I was going to get fired. Oh, my goodness, yeah. You know, and then lose my job. And then where does that, if I did lose my job, does that put me back in the cycle? Oh, yeah, of the... You know, the drugs. Right. Doing whatever. So luckily my boss was really cool, and he's like, you're a good worker. He's like, just call me when you get out. Wow, that's really cool. So it was like the very next day I called him. He's like, you want to work tonight? Like, yes. Wow, that is so cool, man. That's a good boss. Yeah. How? Where was that at? Uh, local retail place. Okay. Same place I work today. Oh, nice. <clears throat> oh, yeah. That's awesome, man. I'm, that's a good boss. Yeah, I was happy. Keep him around. So your wife is in retail, too. Uh, food service. Food service. Yes. Is how is that working with the whole COVID ordeal? They're just as busy as ever. <laughs> well, we we are not locked down in our county, which is really neat. Yes. But for some weird reason, some of the restaurants are still not the restaurants, but the fast food places. The lobbies are not open in some of the fast food places. That's where she works. But the lobbies in the restaurants are open. Yes. The the fast food places they're still getting the, the same amount of business. 
Yeah, because the drive-throughs, right? Yes. But like, if you go to Olive Garden right now, you can go inside. Yeah. And you, I think you have to wear a mask when you first walk in the door, mm-hmm. and then once you're seated, you just take off your mask, and then you can. She's glad that her lobby's not open because they have a huge, huge homeless problem. Yeah, that is a problem. You have free Wi-Fi, bathrooms, yeah. free electricity to plug your phone in. I bet it's a lot less stressful. Yes. Because when I went into some of the fast food places in certain parts of Reading at night, there's a lot of people there. Mm-hmm. A lot of homeless people just sitting there for a long time on their phones or tablets, whatever they got, and they don't move. They just stay there. They, or they do move. They get up to go to the fountain several times. Yeah. You know, to refill their drinks. And then... Or their one refill. Yeah. I don't know what the standards are, but uh, sometimes they're bringing their own cups. I'm like, oh, no. And then the manager would try to say something. Hey, man, you got to buy a cup. And then the, the homeless person must just yell back. And then the, oh, they do. The manager just thinks, oh, this isn't worth it. They actually have uh, the fountain drinks in the lobbies at most fast food places are remote controlled now. Really? So you just turn them off. They have a little button, and they see the homeless <laughs> guy walk in with the two cups, and they push the button, and then he sits there and tries to play with it. and It doesn't work. He's like, oh, it's not working. Yeah, you didn't pay for a drink. Man, what a... That sounds like it's just going to make him mad. It does. Then you get a window broken out or... Oh, my goodness. That's terrible. Yeah. What are we going to do with these guys? Put Actually, I was out there near Del Taco and Ross today, mm-hmm. and there was not a single homeless person in sight today. Wow. Which is crazy. That N- is. Normally, there's like, uh, like three people I always see there when I go to get gas in that corner. And they were absent. That's the the crazy, crazy part of town. Yeah, it's really... Isn't it something I've else? noticed on the west side of town, the homeless people are nicer. Mm-hmm. And on the east side of town, it's more of the younger generation that just doesn't care about anything. Yeah, they'll just stand right in front of you. Say whatever they want, do whatever yeah. they want. They feel like they're entitled or, oh, what was me? Yeah. You know? Man, so counterfeiting. I do remember a friend of mine with that doing that check deal like you did. Mm-hmm. But what? It wasn't a friend. It was a friend of a friend. Okay. Who got a rebate check from the cable company actually? Okay. And took those numbers, and then she gave them to one of her bill payers. So she, one of her accounts payable. Mm-hmm. She, she's. They said, "What's your account number?" And she just gave them that account number. I did that before. So her monthly bill <laughs> went to the cable company. Yeah. And she got away with that for a year and a half. It was some crazy long time. Yeah. That's nuts. How could a company that big not pay attention to their books? They do, but it's within percentages. Oh, the, oh like Walmart doesn't prosecute for a theft under $100? So no. They... Well, yeah. That, I mean, that's the state doing that. That's not Walmart. The state, the new law with the state, you have to steal over $900 for it to be even a ticket or whatever. What? Yeah. That's not good. That's going to encourage you, more you, crime. You think about like the what she was doing with the, you know, giving the... Check number. Yeah. Yeah. So you're a big company and you're looking at that account. You're not noticing anything within a certain percentage difference. But they have... You're a, looking for the odd thing out. Okay. And that makes sense. And so her bill, my, what was her bill, like, you know, $60, $70 a month. Right, right. That's within the percentage of allowable, you know, if it had been like a $100,000 taken out then that would have flagged somewhere yeah but if someone was watching the account and doing a balance sheet to zero they would have caught it they don't but uh apparently people don't do that they don't 
some major oversight, losing yeah. some money. I was doing that with uh, Verizon, I think. Verizon would just take the bill out of the account. Yeah. Man. You used to be able to go into your old flip phone or whatever and set it up to where you can pay with check. And oh, they, they don't okay. know what account number you're, you know. As long as the account number of the money comes out, you're good. Yeah. They don't know that it belongs to you or anybody else. Yeah, the debit cards and credit cards are a little different because they have your name, they have that expiration date, and the security code. That doesn't, that well, just you, makes us happy. You just need more information is what it is. With the credit card, yes. If you got, like, the, you need the zip code, the CCV number on the back. You're right. You know, you might need an address. I did learn something interesting that the different cards all start with the same number. Mm-hmm. Like MasterCard or, for example, Visa always starts with four. Yeah. American Express always starts with, a, I think, a three. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really interesting. So, but obviously people that steal would know that. Mm-hmm. So they're going to know, oh, but all those card it is. All the card, all the security measures they have with the card, like with the chip and all that, that just makes you happy. Makes you feel secure. Oh, you mean as a consumer? If you give me yeah. your card right now, I can, anybody can go spend it anywhere. Right. And it's going to take you two days to realize, oh, there's no money in my account. Well, that's why I think credit cards are more secure than debit cards. And the reason is, is because a credit card, it's not your money at first that gets spent. Mm-hmm. At the very beginning, when you swipe that credit card, the charge goes to Chase or Bank of America. Yes. And then you pay them back. Mm-hmm. But the cool thing is, you're not liable for charge, charges you don't authorize. Yes. So, for example, if someone steals my credit card and there's a $1,000 charge, which this happened to me, by the way. It's happened to me. I had a charge and, um, I don't know, shipped to Germany. Mm-hmm. And I call the credit card company and they say, oh, well, that's obviously fraudulent. And I said, yes. And I said, so what's going to happen? Oh, I just issued you a new card and we refunded the money. Yep. Or we took, took off the charge. Mm-hmm. And it was that quick. Mm-hmm. As opposed to a debit card, they get it, they take your money, and that's your money removed from your account right then and there, or within the three days processing, whatever, then it's gone. Now you have to go through the process to get it back, and it can take months. I had, it was, because I have a Wells Fargo account, and I had somebody, it was like $300 on Spotify, and I called Wells Fargo, and the money was back in my account in like two hours. And that was a credit card or a debit? Debit card. Okay. But as far as, even if you have a credit card or debit card, if I get it, I can go spend it anywhere. Right, it'll work. Most, Most retailers don't ask for ID. You're right. I extremely rarely get asked for ID. Ever. They never check the signature on the back. They never check any of that. So if I get either if I get your credit card or your debit card, I can go spend it. I can go to, you know, Target. I can go to Macy's. I can go to Winco. I can go anywhere. Are you supposed to? Like, you you would know. Are you? Do they tell you to check for those things? Is that No. So it's no longer a thing? No. I remember, I think, 10 years ago, it was all the time. Some of your bigger retailers, where if you're doing like a bigger transaction, you know, thousand dollars, they might. And they were real timid about it. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Can I see your ID? You know, it's always like apologetic. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Can I see your ID? Yeah. And I remember my dad buying a computer when we were like 12. It was like a you know two thousand dollars, and they actually had to call his credit card company. What? Yeah. To to what? To verify his name? Yeah. Does he look it's like this? He has like dark brown him, hair. It was like him on the phone with the store. It was weird. That is so strange. But they don't do any of that anymore. Like, Tell me what he looks like. We'll tell you if it's him. We know him. It's just a big write-off or whatever for him. You know, they give you your money back. Everything's good. They might catch the person. They probably won't. 
a good way to stop someone from getting your credit card. Oh, this using is good. the money. Yeah. Just always keep it maxed out. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you could go over your limit, though. You can. You can go over your limit, and they just penalize you, right? You can. But a lot of times, like, I had uh, one card. It was like I only had $100 left on it, and someone got it, and they were trying to buy stuff at a sporting goods store in Chicago. It was like $600, and then they just declined it. I think it's a, like, like a little bit over your limit they'll let you do. Wow. Yeah, I've, I... um. We can't go buy a new Cadillac or anything, you know? Like, oh, here, put it on here. Yeah. $40,000 over. I got one of those cash rewards cards, and it, it frustrates me to see how many people don't take cards. It's like, you, what, what do you mean I can't pay you with a credit card? And now people aren't I'm taking I'm trying cash. to earn points. Oh, now with COVID, yeah, people aren't taking cash. Yeah, that's crazy. I know. It's, I went, where did I go? I went somewhere the other day. They wouldn't take cash. I was at America's Tire. They're like, nope. Man. They're like, if you want to go, they weren't telling this to me. It was a customer I was overhearing. But if you want to go put the money back in your account real quick, since you got like a three-hour wait, then you can just come back and use your debit card. Oh, and the guy was goodness. so mad. Yeah, I bet. And then finally, after arguing, they're like, well, we'll take your money this time. Well, it's, it's currency. It's, it's a valid tender. Yeah. They should take you're it. You're going to be sitting in my car while you drive it, so you're going to touch my seats. Oh, you but know you can't touch my cash. <laughs> Speaking of this, you know what frustrates me? You go to Walmart or Costco, and you're about to leave. What do they do on your way out, especially Costco? Check the receipt. They check your receipt. They take your receipt from you, mm -hmm. hold it in their little COVID-infested hand, mark it with a marker, and hand it back to you. Yeah. So I, here I am wearing a mask, and I'm practicing social distance, and I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do. And now you just ruined it for me by making physical contact, which yep. is much more contagious than the whatever, the droplets. Mm -hmm. So it's just not it's so inconsistent how they're violating these rules. They don't. People don't understand. Well, apparently, I don't understand. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to, hey, I don't want anybody to be mad at me. I'm going to do this. I'm going to wear my mask, keep social distance. Yeah, that's fine. Make people happy. And then they go and hand me the receipt. I'm like, man, if I was one of those people that got mad, I'd get mad over this. Mm -hmm. But I just chuckle. Like it's kind of inconsistent. It's very inconsistent because when it was all really happening, you know, back in you know February, March, April, you know, people were really freaking out. And I'd watch them. They they'd have their gloves on and their mask, mm -hmm. and they'd get out of their car with their gloves on, and they're reaching in their purse, and they're touching their face. Right. And then they they come up and they they grab the door handle, and then they're shopping. They're grabbing everything on the shelf. They, you know, they pick something up, look at it, put it back. Yeah. They're, they're smelling okay. pineapple. Okay, yeah. They're <laughs> all doing all that. They're touching the cart, and then they get it for the check stand, and then they pull their mask down. Yeah. And then they go to pay, and they don't want to touch the pin pad. Was this cleaned? And I'm, like, uh, thinking to myself, you just touched half the product in the store that half the other people in the store have already touched. Right. Like, it doesn't make sense. Or I'd go to hand them their change up to $5, and they wouldn't take it. Wow. They wouldn't want to touch it. Like, no, that's that's dirty. So what would you do in that instance? we just throw it in deposit at the end of the night. Oh, they, they like, put it like a donation thing or something? No, it just goes in the deposit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just, just goes to you I work guys. for a retail company that doesn't donate, really. Well, get on that. No, 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 no. <laughs> A little red cross, little bucket. I don't make not much money to make those decisions. Yeah. And it was just weird, the things that people do and don't do. 
Yeah, it's people are very inconsistent in funny ways. It's like so your money was clean, but my money's dirty? Right. Okay. I don't believe that. You ever read about how dirty money actually is with all Oh yeah. With all and it's, it, there's like drugs on it. I think there there's actually a dollar amount you can come up with to where you can get a kilo of cocaine out of it. Yeah, I heard there's cocaine on almost all currency. Yeah. That's that's crazy to yeah. think about that. Like, there's a guy on YouTube I was watching and he's all into science and stuff and he actually figured out the dollar amount. Oh, how many dollar bills it would take to, to get a kilo of cocaine. Oh my goodness. It, and it wasn't a lot. That's pretty gross. And it was something like one every, one out of every five bills has been handled by a murderer. Is that, how, how do we know that? Just by the number of statistics, murderers? Statistics, yeah. Yeah. That seems, that seems like a made up statistic. That seemed pretty real. I heard that one in four dollars goes through a Walmart. I wonder if that's real. Probably. How much money they make every year? Walmart's, Billions. Yeah, they're the largest chain in the world. Yeah. I last I checked. They're up there. I couldn't imagine. The, what's that guy's name that started it? Walton. Walton. Yeah. Not John Boy. No. Not John Boy Walton. No. What was uh? It was something. Wal- Sam Walton. That was his name. Because Sam's Club. Walmart and Sam's Club are like, you know, the same entity. Yes. Just one of them, you got to pay to have a membership. Yes. Well, now both of them you do. You to, they're doing the, like the Amazon at regular Walmart now. No 98, way. $98 a year. That can't be true. Free shipping. Oh, online. Yeah. Walmart.com? Yeah. I didn't, huh, that's weird. I use Walmart.com. I haven't noticed that. I just know you have to spend over $40 to get free shipping, I think. Well, now they're doing the membership. You can pay them $100 a year. Yeah, no and you get free shipping. I don't even pay for Amazon Prime. I pay for that. I just use my brothers. Oh, yeah. Hopefully they're not listening. Oh, Amazon, please don't. Uh, yes. Don't. Yeah, they don't know my name. No. My name's Michael. It's like I'll give my mom my Amazon password so she can watch the Prime on the TV at her house, and she'll call me. It says someone's watching TV somewhere else. Allegedly, I use my brother's Amazon account. Okay. I like Amazon. I mean, it. It really hurts local business and stuff like that, but, I mean, how local are we really shopping these days? That's true, because the products come from all over the place. They do? Yeah. But, no, I guess the retailers do have their markup, whatever it is. But, I mean, how many true Ma and Pa stores are there really left? Not a lot. Yeah. I can't think of any, especially with COVID taking a lot of people out. But even before then? Not a lot. You know, so, I mean... Like the place I work for, it's across the street from Walmart. Same corporate, you know, corporate America. And if I don't have something, I suggest people go to Walmart. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I'm not giving my money to a big corporation. I like to keep my money local. I'm like, you're here. Yeah. We're just as big as they are. You think your money's local here? No. I can't think of any local grocery stores. No. I don't... You know, your little markets, like, you know, Happy Valley Market. And, oh, okay, there's one. You know, stuff like that. More rural. Yeah, and they're very... Or the one out in Lake California. They're, they're out there. I haven't been out there. And they're kind of pricey. Yes. But that's what you got to do when you don't have that volume that then the you big stores have. spend gas driving to Redding or Red Bluff. Right. You know, it all washes out in the end. Yeah, it's a hard thing to do, man, support local business. Mm-hmm. Like, by the place I work for, we have seven or eight stores here in Reading, and I work at the one in Anderson, and we'll be out of something. Oh, no, no, I'll just drive to the Reading one. And our price point is a dollar. 
Yeah. So you're going to go spend $4 in gas to drive to Reading to buy something for a dollar that you could have driven across the street to Walmart and bought it for two ninety nine. <laughs> you wouldn't be a very good friend to couponers because they drive all over the place. They spend so much in gas, though. Yeah. Maybe you might have saved some money. I mean, it might be more of an experience for couponers. You know, the whole thrill-seeking process of, oh, I did this. Oh, it can't be that exciting. Man, I guess I've watched the one show. It looked pretty exciting to them. That old couponing, it was like it was on TLC. I, I like bragging about a good deal. Like, if I got a great deal on a car, I'm like, oh, yeah, I got it for 12000 Yeah, can you believe it? No yeah. way. That's cool. So I guess it must, must be like that. Probably. Just for other people. They just think, oh, I got a great deal on this meatloaf. Yeah. Oh, well. It was 50 cents. I spent $20 in gas to get it. <laughs> people will. They'll, was it Costco? They had that $5 chicken at the back of the store. So you have to walk all the way to the very back to get that $5 rotisserie chicken. Mm-hmm. But because you're all the way back there, you think, oh, oh, I need water bottles. Yep. And I need some toilet paper. Some batteries. Yeah. Batteries are expensive. They are. They're like 20-something dollars for a pack. Over there Costco. Costco? Yeah. No, I just bought some. They're expensive. My little seven-year-old, he's like, Dad, I think you need to you need to take your wallet and your keys, and you need to go to the store and get me some batteries because my controller is dead. <laughs> yeah, those toys, the, the batteries leak, right? And they ruin them. Ruin the toys, or you have to do the hydrogen peroxide and baking soda to get mm-hmm. the acid out, and it's a, it's a lot of work. Have you ever seen a battery be made? No. No? The little double A, triple A? There's about 30-foot roll inside of that of metal. It's microns thin. Microns thin. So it's thin as paint. Yes. That's crazy. I've seen um, lithium batteries taken apart because when you take them apart, they catch on fire. Yes. It's pretty crazy. Don't do that, people. No, they will explode. Do not take lithium batteries apart or puncture them. Seriously injured. Because they just catch on fire. But they do make lithium batteries that don't do that. What are those called? Lithium. They don't sell them yet. Oh, the, you talk about solid state batteries. I don't know exactly what they're called. Yeah, they're coming up with a, no more. a lithium solid state battery. So lithium polymer, lithium ion, they're the same. They run off lithium. Mm-hmm. And it's like the most energy efficient way for to store energy in a battery. And it has like the Nobel Prize of like 2016. Okay. So it's a crazy technological breakthrough. And the next one on the horizon is going to be solid-state batteries. So instead of the medium from which the ions pass through being liquid, it's going to be solid. Okay. Like carbon or silicon or something. I don't know. Yeah, they the, mix something with the lithium, don't they? Well, in a battery, you have an anode and a cathode, and you have a medium by which the um, energy goes from the anode to the cathode. Yeah. And that medium is liquid, or it's a lithium. And they're trying to make it into a solid state. When They've already had some success with it, but right now they're trying to mass produce it and produce it at a inexpensively. Because I watched a guy on the Nova, on the PBS special. They did a whole thing on batteries. Mm-hmm. And he actually made like a square iPhone battery. And he had it hooked up to the iPhone. And he was sitting there with a pair of scissors, just cutting strips off of it. Oh, crazy. And the iPhone was still on. And then he got it down to half inch out of, you know, the size of an iPhone. And then it finally died. Wow. And there was no fire, no sparks. That's a pretty stable battery. Yeah. So that maybe that was a solid state battery because they'd be pretty cool when they come out because they're going to be something like eight times more efficient than lithium ion or lithium polymer batteries. 
which would really radically change things. Instead of, you know, 300 miles on your Tesla, you're going to mm-hmm. get some, you know, 800 miles. Oh, wow. It'll be crazy. And, and charge faster? I don't know. I just oh. know they last a lot longer. Has a can a lot more store a lot more energy. Cool. Which would be nice. Yeah. If if your cell phone lasted a week. That would be amazing. <laughs> Cuz right now I'm down to like a half a day. What kind of phone do you have? Uh old iPhone 8. Oh, okay. That's not too bad. Yeah. I had an, an iPhone 8. Yeah. Before I went to the dark side. No, you're Android now. I am Android, man. Ooh. They're just better. I tomato, uh, tomato. I like I think iPhones have great iMessage, mm-hmm. and I love how you can get a big group going and just the blue bubble and send full resolution photos and all that. And I think that's the only thing I like about iPhones. I've had them one since the beginning, and now I'm getting old and just stick with what I know. Set in your ways, huh? Yep. That's okay. We live in America. You can you can yeah. ha- you can have the ex- yep. expensive, narrow phone. The sad part I don't like how they don't last. Well, I don't think they're made to last. They keep, like, the battery goes down. Right. And this goes down, and it just seems slower. And What I think is cool that Apple did is you have that settings menu where you can look at the health of your battery. Okay. So it'll tell you, like, hey, your battery is at 80% of its health life, so it's only ever going to charge. So when you charge it fully to 100%, it's only really at 80% of its original capacity. Oh, that makes sense. So you can see how much the battery is deteriorating over time. And then you can pay some guy to replace the battery, too. And that number will go back to 100 because wow. you have a healthy battery again. Sweet. Which is just something you old, might do. Just get my old iPod out. My old iPod <laughs> classic. Does anybody even use iPods anymore? I, I do. I hardly ever see people with them. I have an old, uh, the 160 gig iPod classic. Wow. It's full. Completely full of music. <laughs> you have to keep it plugged in all the time because the battery is just toast. It's just a house media player. Uh, I use it at work. I plug it in the overhead PA in the mornings when we're oh nice putting stuff out and just put it on shuffle. We're like a long road trip. Like we go to Idaho a lot and there's really no cell phone reception. Right. But now the cars we have have satellite radio and you know those work pretty good. Yeah, I like the Spotify or whatever you can use. You can just download it. Yeah. Download it for offline use for a road trip. Mm-hmm. That's good. But I mostly do audio. Use the books. Amazon one. You could download too on that one. Is it is Amazon? Did Amazon buy Audible or? I think so, but I'd have the Amazon Music. Oh, okay. Yeah. Pretty much anything you would ever want on there. Yeah, Spotify's the same way. Yeah. Spotify's 15 bucks a month for the family plan. I don't know how much I pay. Yeah, it's pretty cheap for any music, anytime. And podcasts, but podcasts are free anyway. Yes. Most of them. Except for those really fancy ones. And no ads. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no ads, you're right. Do you listen to a lot of podcasts? I watch a lot of YouTube. So there, you do podcasts on YouTube or no? Nah, just weird random stuff. <laughs> yeah. There's a guy I watch out of uh, Utah that does uh, off-road recovery. Oh, recovers vehicles? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. He's got a big yellow Jeep. He just tows them out of there. Yep. Makes them his own. Yep. This is mine now? No, I mean the people pay him. Oh, I see. So someone gets stuck yes. and they pay this guy to rescue their vehicle. Yes. Oh, that makes more sense. The part of Utah he lives in, it's a big tourist destination. And so they get, just... they get a lot of people that try to drive from L.A. and they put in, like, you know, Mount Zion National Park, you know, where, like, this rock is, like, really popular on Instagram and they want to get there. So they think Google Maps can take them there, but they're in a rental car. Oh, my god! And it's like a four-wheel drive through sand and mud, and they can't. So they have to pay 
the so rescuer. So he shows up and gets them out. Sounds like a doggy dog business. You guys got cash? Yeah. Are you going to rob us? No, I'm going to get your vehicle. I think they pay with debit over the phone. Oh, he's got a legitimate business? Yeah. Wow. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Then I watch uh, Vsauce. You ever watch that? No. What is that about? It's all science. I do like sciencey things. He's the guy that was on the Mind Games. Yeah, it was I don't on know. National Geographic. I think his name's Michael. Okay. Yeah. So it's all science. He talks about space. Oh, all kinds of science. Like Einstein was the one he was talking about. So take a breath right now. Okay. So in that breath you just took, there's at least one molecule of air that your mother breathed while she was giving birth to you. Okay. And he does all the science about airflow. How that happens? Yeah, he does all the science about like the airflow over the earth and how much tons of oxygen is in the earth and how much tons of this is in the earth and the probabilities and all that. That's interesting. I heard there's a lot of crazy sciencey things out there that just, I love the ones that just, there's no hard evidence to prove them. So there's no counterfactual to disprove them. So who's to say that they're wrong? You can't. Yes. So you can come up with a theory, like string theory, mm-hmm. <laughs> or evolution, like, oh, it must be true. And it's, people just get nuts with it. I, I can't disprove it because there's not enough evidence to disprove it. The really cool one I watched was about the calendars. Okay. Well, oh, yeah. What about calendars? About how all the different calendars we've used and how something about it's been a while since I watched this one. But he actually uses, like, demonstrations with, like, animation, like showing you how the Earth turns. So it's something like every time the Earth turns to get that meridian back to pointing directly at the sun, mm-hmm. it's actually longer than 24 hours. Yeah. Some I, days it's shorter, some days it's longer. Well, you know, we have leap year to correct for. We have leap year. Because the time is not exactly every 365 days, right? Yeah. Yes, except for years that are divisible by 100. Right. And years that are divisible by 400. Right. We so don't have leap years. In the year 2000, there was no yes. January And then we also February add 31st. leap seconds. And then back in the 1700s and in the 1500s, they took away leap weeks. Oh, I never knew leap weeks were a thing. I knew it was off. I thought it was when interesting how leap year overcorrects for the issue, and then we have to fix that every 400 years. It, and it doesn't correct because when you add the leap day, you're still off by a few hours. Yeah, it over. So it'll be like two thousand years. You know, we'll be. You know, July will be December. Right. Eventually, so, it will mess things up. Yeah, but we're pretty accurate now to where it's like every I think like thousand years or something we have to adjust something. But he was showing the. It was something about George Washington's birthday. How his George Washington's birthday on record was one day. But his family Bible says it was another day. So he went back and looked at the calendars for that year, and he found there's like a whole week and a half missing that year. Wow. I, do, I did know they, have to, they had to catch it up. But when they figured this we out— We switched over. It was the— We switched over to the Gregorian calendar. Yes. Yeah. From the old one. Right. I don't know, I don't know the old one. I, he said it, but I forget it. I just know the new one. So when we did that— we had to take so he went and looked at all the different countries and it was like you know even in Europe it was like two weeks missing wasn't the United States like the last one to adapt yes that calendar yeah we're just late to the party we weren't even barely a country then yeah 
Oh, that's true. Yeah. The youngest country with the oldest founding documents. Yes. It's pretty interesting. I mean, it's weird just how time works and stuff like that. Yeah, the people that correct it, they do it in such bizarre ways. Oh, we're only going to fix this one once every 400 years. Why don't we have a more precise calendar? No, we can't do that. No. <laughs> Be too simple. People want New Year's Day on midnight. Can't mess that up. Can't be 1230. Man. Yeah, that's what I I watch a lot of YouTube. I try to watch things that I learn something from. Yeah, that's You know, most people watch it. They sit there and watch it. Oh, funny cat. Oh, the guy fell. Oh, this. Yeah, just wasting time. Yeah. Being entertained. I like to watch stuff. I don't really retain any of it, but... I like to listen to podcasts or books where I learn stuff. I don't listen to any fiction because I no. think it's a waste of time. No old westerns or no. science fiction? No. I listen to uh, some Luna Moore sometimes because they're... Okay. But extremely rarely. I haven't read those couple since I was A couple times a year. Maybe not even that frequently. But uh, I mostly just listen to history because mm-hmm. that's crazy interesting. Oh, yeah. Like Unbroken. It's a great book. Mm-hmm. You should listen to that one. Okay. Get on that. Next road trip. So my father and I does books on tape while he's driving. Yeah. It's funny how you say on tape. That's what I grew up with. Yeah. Tape, CD. Tapes had an A and a B I had side. tape, yep. So it makes sense that the next thing would be a CD. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> or the old, uh, or the little discs. I don't know. The MPEG or whatever. The little discs were like mini CDs. Yeah, but they were more like a cassette. Oh, uh, floppy disks. No, no. Forget what they're called. Eight tracks. No, I remember I, those. I have no idea. I'm just guessing. I have I'm, a whole bunch of. I'm using terms I've never seen the product to. I'll have to find it. It was funny. My uh, one son he was watching a cartoon and it had like a dancing cassette tape. Okay. And he's like, Dad, 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 what's that? <laughs> I'm like, that's what I used to spend hours doing, listening to the radio, trying to find that one song. Well, cassettes I am familiar with because I do remember having to fix them with a pencil. Mm-hmm. You have to take the eraser. Mm-hmm. People don't know what I'm talking about if you're under 25. Or if you had to really, you had to take the tape apart. You had the ones with the screws. I've never taken one apart. No? If I did, it never went back together. Oh. I used to do stuff like that. I would try to put it back together. It wouldn't work. No. Or fix it with tape. No. It's got to be magnetic. The sound would go terrible. The tape would eat the... The acid and the tape would eat the yeah, cassette tape. Wouldn't work for long. No. Man. So but it's weird that I'll still see, like, VHS tape or cassette tape strung along the highway. No. Yeah. I don't see it. I drive 30, 40 miles on I-5 every day. You know what I've been seeing? Is homeless people with the solar panels. I've never seen that. If you look at the tents closely, mm-hmm. you'll see those little miniature solar panels that they sell for charging your phones or little Bluetooth speakers. Okay. They have them. You just have to look at the tent. Like, what is that? Oh, it's a solar. They have solar panels. Some of them will have like six of them. Wow. They got stuff going on. Charging all their I've phones. I've heard of generators. I have not seen a lot of generators. I've heard people going in cleaning out generators. Well, yeah, they. With wires and pipes strung everywhere, running water. Man, I saw this one guy use jumper cables to bypass his power meter. Oh. Yeah, it looked dangerous. Where at? 
in Reading. Oh, yeah. On a house? On a house. Oh, geez. He connected the jumper cables to the aerial power cable mm-hmm. right before it went into the, the power mast. Oh. And then connected the other ends of the jumper cables to below his power meter. Electricity scares me. Hmm. Mm. <clears throat> that's, uh, that's pretty confident. I don't mess with electricity. Not even a wall socket. I won't. Really? No. Oh, Unless I'll, they turn the breaker off. I'll change sockets and switches and lights. No. Remember putting a roof on our old house and where it connects from the power pole. Mm-hmm. It's like a five-foot yeah, distance. The mast, yeah. I'm not going anywhere near there. My, I was changing out a light, and my son had... Uh, I turned off the light switch mm-hmm. because that's what you do. Mm-hmm. And I took down the fixture. I'm, put, I'm going to put the new fixture up, and I get... I think I get shocked. I'm like, wow, did I just get shocked? And I was so, like, I didn't even think. I just thought, no, I know that's off. So I grabbed it with both hands. And it shocks me again. And I thought, what? I looked down, and my son had flipped the light switch on. No. And I just didn't, I didn't take any time to think about it. I thought, I know it's off. I, c- I couldn't have been shocked. So I just reach up and grab it. Gets me again. That was pretty dumb. That's why you turn the breaker off. Yeah, that's safer. Did you wire the house yourself? No. Then you don't know how they wired it. Well, I do know when to turn the switch off. There's no electricity flowing through but there. But there could still be one wire coming from somewhere that shouldn't be there. How long you want to live for? Me? <laughs> yeah. Forever? You're one of those people that if uh, if they could put your brain in a robot, you'd do it? No. Oh, well, you no. I thought you wanted to live forever. No. When I go, I want uh, animals to eat me. That's pretty creepy. Yeah. Seems the Buddhists do it. Okay. They take them up on the mountain and the, the eagles eat them. Eagles eat carcasses? Mm-hmm. I thought they were, that was to the buzzards. No. Even your bald eagles are scavengers. I did see a bald eagle on a deer carcass one time. Only mm-hmm. once. Yeah. I thought that was pretty crazy. They're huge. They eat all the dead salmon. Yeah. It's crazy how big eagles are. And I forget until I see one in person. Oh, they're huge. Oh, yeah. They're enormous. I went right by one on driving, driving through, and I couldn't believe how big the thing was. Mm-hmm. Wingspan must have been like seven feet, eight feet. It was enormous. Mm-hmm. You ever seen a golden eagle? Yeah. Bigger. They're, they're enormous as well. Yeah. I've never seen one up close like a bald eagle. I saw one probably 100 yards. When I see them, they're way up there. Yeah too far away if you ever go up to idaho when everything opens back up and gets going again and there's a real cool uh falconry museum there isn't there something like that in anderson like a bird rescue place probably this is pretty pretty big place and they go um thousands of years back for falconry they have like middle east stuff set up and they actually have books that are like three thousand years old there what teaching about falconry and you know it's all in sanskrit and then you go outside, and they have, like, a couple hundred birds. They have, like, eagles from South America that can't fly anymore and stuff like that. That's kind of cool. They kind of yeah. rescue them and just keep them there. Mm-hmm. You just see, like, weird giant birds. I do like giant birds. They're, they're, I like the uh, blue and gold macaw. Like, they're pretty neat birds. But unfortunately, they don't make very good pets, I don't think. They're messy and loud. And they live to be like 90. Yeah, they live forever. Everybody, they, every human they ever meet dies, you know? Oh, yeah. It's like, you're my third human. And it's sad you buy one and you want it as a pet. And 
now you have five years in you're just like yeah get rid of the thing yeah that's not forever. right no they should ban them that's well people treat dogs that way dogs don't live that long people buy a dog like, i'm gonna walk it every day and the next thing you know that dog's a couch potato and they don't take them out and no. it's, it's really sad yeah that's why i don't have a dog because i don't have the time to devote to I have three poor thing and they live outside yeah if i got a dog it'd be an outside dog man he'd be like a guard dog like Oh, they're little chihuahuas. They bark at everything. Let me know if something comes around. Oh, the squirrel, the grasshopper. Going crazy over a turtle. Gust of wind. He's not going to break into my house. Don't worry about him. Man. I, um, when I used to do IT work, I remember going to these Taco Bells, and they would have all these counterfeit bills that they've collected. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Their employees didn't catch. Most places do. And I thought, oh, this is like a library of counterfeit bills. And those that's when I would study them and, like, touch them. Like, oh, this, is, this one looks so good. Most people up here, I mean, you know, they use inkjet printers, laser jet printers. You can take, like, they take the ones and the fives. They can bleach them out to where you have the paper. So you got the feel, and then you print You're like, not going to have the total feel. Because the... What, it's going to feel, if you made it faded... You know, like crumpled it up a bunch of times, kept it in your pocket for a week. It it'll feel like paper, but it won't. There's. Let me see if I got a bill in my pocket. Well, aren't the bills made of like something like fifteen percent cotton or something? It's more of a cloth. Nope, I only have ones. You got a twenty? Uh, probably. I'll show you something here. People that can't see this, hopefully I'll be able to explain this to you. There's a 20. All right, so right down here on the collar, see the collar? Mm-hmm. You can feel it. Run your thumbnail yeah. perpendicular to the collar. It feels raised. Right. So if you're printing this, and if you're taking a 5 or a 1, washing it down and turning it into a 20 or a 100, you're not going to be able to get that on any home printer. Yeah, you're not going to feel the ridges on the collar. Also on the numbers here, you can kind of feel there. Some of them are raised, some of them are lower. Okay. A lot of texture to these 20s. Yeah, you just, right there, you can feel it. But now if you faded that up, folded it up, crumbled it up, kept it in your pocket for a week, you know, let's say that's a 10-year-old bill, you're not going to feel that anymore. Right. And then the other thing, you know, the blue and red fibers... When you hold it up to the light, you can see all the blue and red fibers. Oh, I didn't know about the blue and red fibers. I always check the watermark, the security strip, and that's pretty much all I check. And the color changing ink on the 20 in the, in the lower the right strip? corner. In the lower right corner, the ink changes color. Right here, yes. Also, you have your strip. Yeah, it's in a, I noticed it's in a different place on all the different denominations. Yes. And if you read it, it'll tell you. Yes. Five. Man, if you put it under UV light, 20. it glows a different color. Oh, they're different. Oh, that's cool. So yes. the different denominations of bills are different colors. Yes. Wow. I've seen those. Um, some of the fast food places have them. Those really small little. They look. They have a UV light on them, but mm -hmm. they just run the bill through real quickly. I have a pen, and um, they shine check a them. light on it. That's cool. So if you took a five, turned it into a twenty, and then it's glowing the color of the five. Do you happen to remember this color of the five? Is it like pink fuchsia? Uh, 
think 20s are pink. Or no, I think 100s are, 100s are pink. Probably Google it real quick. That's pretty cool. You learn all these little tricks. Does, has anyone ever passed a fake bill on you? On me? No. Let's see if I can find it real quick. The, um... Okay, nope. That is the money straps that come with the bank. Let's just say it's pink. Hundreds are pink. I know that one for sure. Hundreds are pink. Don't bother looking it up. It's fact. Don't be checking us. 99.999% right. 100%. We can't okay. be wrong. We'll never admit defeat. No. But yeah, every bill has a different... Ones don't have them, obviously. Yeah, they don't... I, do ones even have the watermark? I don't I don't remember. I don't think so. I just know... I have seen fake ones. That sounds like a lot of effort for a dollar. Mm-hmm. Not worth it. No, well, you got a lot of time on your hands. <laughs> yeah. And no money. So and no money. Let's get to making it. Let's go buy a printer. Let, yeah, don't do that. Let's go buy some ink. Ink? What's that? You ever placed ink on a printer? It's like $90. It's expensive. Yeah. It's a, I don't know why. Man. Might as well buy a new printer. Don't know why. That's I did that for years. Those <laughs> cheap little $60 HP whatevers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, ink's 50 bucks, but the printer's 60 bucks. Okay, I'll just get the printer. They don't last anyway. No, they do. They get, they all, get all inked up. Yeah. Print all weird. And then you got to print all those, those cleaning pages. The test pages. The test pages, the cleaning the alignment, and then that uses your ink. Gotta get you. It's like getting your car smogged, sitting there burning your gas. Oh, I hate that. How long does this take? Thirty minutes? That's pretty funny. That's a really silly complaint to have. To smog your car? No, to, oh, to complain about the gas they burn smogging your car. Oh yeah. But you know, they don't burn that much. It's not nah. like the olden days. But they put the thing in the tailpipe and they run it forever. Yeah. You know, leaded gasoline back then. Right. Yeah, things lead, are better now. Lead was good. With the OBD2, which yeah. hasn't changed since. When did that come into play? Like 298 or 91, something? 91, 92. I or no, like 90, between 90 and 95. I had a 92, and it was still OBD1. I have a 91 Explorer sitting at my house, and it's OBD1. But I have a 97 F-150, and it's OBD2. Yeah, so it must have been somewhere around 95-ish. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. So an Explorer, do you go off-roading? No. No. Bought it for my oldest son to drive. Does he drive? No, he hasn't gotten his license yet. Oh, he's going to. Well, he's going to be 18 soon. Oh, there you go. So skip, hopefully. Skip driving school. I'm trying for like a year and a half. Well, we paid for driving school. Oh, it didn't work out? No, he hasn't gotten his license or his permit yet. Oh, oh, because of the COVID thing, or well, yeah, that was part of it, and then he went twice and failed. So, yeah, I, I applied for my real ID, and that hasn't come in the mail yet. Not, I don't know how long. It's that hard, take. you know. I work fifty, sixty hours a week. My wife works forty, fifty hours a week. He goes to school, and right, yeah. When do no you time. have the time to go sit four hours at DMV? And right, and DMV with all the regulations, it's hard to get through. When I went to do my real ID, it was chaotic. There's a lot of people there. Oh yeah, and um. It was a long process. Oh, well, she took him like six months ago to do all this. And, you know, you have to have a birth certificate, a piece of mail, you mm -hmm. know, blah, blah. Um, she had all that. He took the test. He failed. 
So she took him back a couple weeks ago, and they wanted all that information again. Oh, my goodness. So she sat there for like an hour. She gets, they get up there, and, oh, we need this and this. Well, we gave it to you last time. Well, we need it again. Okay, let me run home real quick. Wait again. Yeah. Whole day shot. It should be way simpler. It's 2020. Yeah. No, they do have a sort of a process. So what I did is I uploaded all the documents online. So you scan everything, and then you make your appointment. You don't make an appointment. You scan everything, then you go to the DMV, and they give you an appointment sticker because you did everything on the internet. And even though you have an appointment sticker, it still takes a while to get called up. And once you get called up, they recheck all the documents you scanned in mm-hmm. to check their oh, legitimacy. Horrible. So I, I, I thought, it's so silly. Why would I scan this in if you're just going to check it again? Mm-hmm. Well, you could forge the birth certificate or the social security card. Why would you have me scan it in if you're just going to have to check it again? That doesn't make any sense. That's How much time am I saving you from typing in my name wow. and <laughs> birthday? It's like calling a FedEx for a ground return. So I get things at my work, like I'll have to, they'll send me a replacement part for like a cash register. Mm-hmm. And then I have to send the old part back. Right. So I put it in the box. You peel the label off. It, you call the number. So the computer comes on and thank you for calling FedEx ground return. Um, please type in this number on, located on the label. So you type that number in. Then it asks you for the address. You say the address. Ask you for all this information. So after about five minutes, you're finally on hold to talk to somebody. First thing they do when they get on the line is they ask you for all that information. <laughs> oh, man. Where, we where does it go? You should have all that information, ma'am. That's funny. I, I gave it to the system. You should know it. Well, it's because of, I don't know, I don't, the I get the ID thing at the DMV. How they have to check your documents to make sure they're legitimate. I understand that because there's identity theft. But it just doesn't make sense to me why they would have you scan it in the first place. Because to me, that's compromising security. Because if someone didn't have a secured network or someone compromised your Wi-Fi, they had a packet sniffer going on your network or something, Mm -hmm. then they're going to be able to grab what's there, what you're sending out. So all I'm doing is risking my personal information by uploading it to the internet because I don't know what's logging on my computer if if I'm not studious about controlling my network and monitoring things and whatever, checking for viruses. And mm-hmm. if I don't do that, then I just lost my identity. There you go. And I didn't need to because they're going to check the documents in person anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's very silly to require that for people cause just because they want to save some time going yeah. into the DMV. I think you should drop that regulation. Why don't you scan your utility bill? Because that's not too bad. Just your name and address. My utility bill is bad. Well, I mean, as far as the personal information to oh. be taken Util- you mean price. electricity oh yeah electricity is expensive it is yeah it gets especially in the summer mm-hmm. but we right now water water i don't pay much for water i pay a lot for water i did and i cranked down those sprinklers i put them into water saving mode oh. and now i only pay like 20 dollars a month and that's why my lawn is dying mm-hmm. my lawn was dead and now it's green so i pay a lot more i only have like a, a dead patch i'm exaggerating most of it's green it's pretty green when i walked up so Yes. Of mine. So water conserving. I'm not wasting much water on that oh. lawn. It's not worth it. No. They they made me conserve water just by charging me. Like, good job. You you win. You win. I'll conserve water. Funny, I was up in Shasta Lake the other day and they have all the signs. That's where I live. They have all the signs, you know, every drop counts. Right. And when you're right there on Cascade at Shasta Dam, right by the Burger King, 
they have like I'm staring at the every drop counts, and then they have like a big water thing coming up out of the ground with like a cage over it so people don't destroy it. Mm-hmm. And it's just sitting there pouring water. You mean like a the city part? I did notice. Uh, so I know there's that monument with that waterfall. Yeah, they they keep that off. Oh, that's off. Yeah, to deserve water. But over right there in the little green strip between Burger King and the road. There's like a big water pipe that comes out of the ground with like some meters on it mm-hmm. and a big green cage Oh, it's over leaking. It. Yeah, and it's just sitting there just <laughs> pouring water out of it. That's funny. There's water splashing onto the conserved water sign. Yeah. It's like every drop counts. The yeah. sign's all sopping wet. There you go. But I can't water my grass for too long. Yeah, well, you know, that's the way it is. I, um, I'm on board now. Yeah. Just to save the money. There you go. I think we should have more water. I think I should just get we one of those. Three giant, two giant lakes and a river. Oh, yeah. We got plenty of water right here. But we just don't use it correctly, apparently. No. That's okay. Yep. I'd rather not have a lawn. I'll get one of those zero maintenance yards. There you go. There's a bunch up in my neighborhood. They're, they're all right. Cactus, sand, rocks. Yeah. No, no thanks on the cactus, but I'll do a tree. Put some trees in there. Some if you use native stuff, you don't have to worry about water. Yeah, they'll, get, they'll survive the drought. Or you know, if you go six months with no rain, they'll survive. Yeah, because they're native California, and that's what we've always done. That's true, man. Just just do that. Not worry about the water, and be happy. Yeah, you can get a lot of native stuff at like Turtle Bay, the nursery. Yeah, there's lots of nurseries around here too. Mm-hmm. Man, we live in a really green area. Yeah. Except for in the summer when it's all brown. Yeah. Well, it's not too brown here. No. We got lots of trees. Redding's pretty nice. Yeah. Except for it gets crazy hot. Crazy hot. It's yep. too hot. 115, 112. That's where the electricity bills come from. Mm-hmm. Do you... Um, and now the kids are homeschooled all the time. Now the electric bill's twice as much. Yeah, they don't go anywhere. So they got to have the air on during the day instead of the air being off all day. I thought they opened up schools for the fall semester in most most schools. Uh, my high schooler, he goes to Shasta. He's two days a week at okay. school. The rest he's at home. And then my second grader, he goes to Grand Oaks out in Shasta Lake. And he's they're doing like six weeks on, six weeks off. So he went to school for the first two weeks. And then he hasn't been since. But I guess he goes back on the 27th for a couple weeks. Lots of homeschool, lots of homework. Not really. It's like they give them packets. Oh, okay. And then every day when they do the three hours of Zoom, they follow along with the packets. And then you drive to the school, turn it in, get a new packet. Well, it works. Yeah. I wonder how long it'll be like this. Forever. Uh, Forever, yeah. No, maybe a year, hopefully. Uh, I hope it's just a few more months. Hey, it's gone. Everything's fine now. You can eat at restaurants again. Or fast food places. Restaurants are open here, but not fast food for some reason. Oh, did you hear what they just did in Butte County? No, what happened? They opened the restaurants. They allowed dine-in, even though they're, like, really high on the watch list. Okay. So they opened the restaurants and allowed dine-in because of the smoke was unhealthy for dine sitting outside. Okay. And that lasted three days. And now they took it away again and said, oh, no, 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 no. It's too dangerous still. Yeah, who do you listen to? I don't know. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Even the people that do know what's going on don't know what's going on. Well, I'm glad it's local people, local governments get to decide. 
You know, it's not yes. coming down to like a federal level because that would be even worse. It's not Putin. If it, if it this came is happening. if it came down to the very top and it said everybody has to shelter in place nationwide. I'm glad that's not happening because our county, like, it's open back up because we don't have that many cases. Yeah. So it works better than everybody on the same system. It'd be ridiculous for us to be on the same stay-at-home order as, like, New York. Me personally, I think if you went back, you know, the last 10 years, this is the first year we've tested for it, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I, I guess so. So if you went back the last 10 years and could magically redo tests in the past— You'd probably see similar cases. I, I don't I wouldn't know. I mean, I, I guess you may be right. I do know when I research plagues because I thought about doing an episode on on plagues, mm-hmm. like the black plague, bubonic plague, plague, yeah. and smallpox. That's, that's still around too. They were very prevalent. So one of them, they killed something like sixty percent of the population, mm-hmm. and another time it was something like twenty percent. These crazy numbers. And then when I ran the global numbers for COVID, it was right at 0.01. Yeah, but the COVID's not new. But, well, no, my point is, I know it's not ran its cycle or anything yet, but the other plagues, they didn't run that long either. They only ran for a year, mm-hmm. maybe a year and a half. And I understand they, they kill you quicker, quicker or what have you. But um, just uh, sometimes I wonder how true is our information we're getting. Hmm. Probably 50%. Is it, is it blown out of proportion? Yes. Have you ever read an article about something that you knew happened? Like maybe you were there mm-hmm. at like an accident or something happened, and you read the newspaper article later, and you think, whoa, that is way different than what actually happened from what I saw. Mm-hmm. That happens a lot to me. It's all about pers- perspective. And so I think about that, and I look at history. And we know one of the things we read about in history, or you learn about history with, is newspapers. So you read a newspaper article, mm-hmm. and you think, oh, man, William Randolph Hearst, he was a rude person, and he was whatever he did, right? He's ruthless. But then I think, wait a second. Today, if I read a newspaper article and I was there, I see it way differently than the newspaper reported it. But I'm going to trust the newspaper from 1920 on William Randolph Hearst Everybody puts their own their own perspective and their own commentary to it. But was what I'm saying makes sense? Yes. So I'm getting a very tainted um, understanding of history because I'm reading someone's I, opinion about it. I'm <laughs> like, where's the f- facts? I take the news, and I watch. You know, I watch news. I watch all kinds. I read news. I take the news, and I don't care how the people are saying it or what type of spin they're putting on it. I take the basic information out of the story. And that's probably 100% true. So, like, these three facts out of the story, those are true. Then I take that information and I make my own opinion. And that's what's kind of wrong with people today is, you know, you're watching this news story. They're putting their own spin. They're trying to add their own perspective to it to make people believe that. And, and that's not right. You have to be, it's not really the right word, but you have to be kind of smart enough to take the information you're getting and process it yourself and make your own opinion. Yeah, that and read several different articles yes. from different sources yes. about the same thing. Yes. And then maybe you can kind of get an idea of, okay, this is what happened, and read something on the left, something on the right, and yes. you kind of get... Okay, okay maybe that, I can that's what some happened. That's this. what happened. But I don't think even that. It wasn't works. this. It wasn't this. Yeah, but, they, but they've done studies or experiments with like the police have done it before, where it's like uh, witness statements. 
Yes, those are the best. And they just vary so much. Yeah, the guy the guy was six foot four. No, yeah. he was five eight. Yeah, it, it's really phenomenal how different eyewitness accounts can be. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. the same with the news. You can have twenty people sit and watch the same news story, and then go interview them afterwards. Yeah, but if you think about it, that's innocent. That's people really trying. They're like, they were, it was a highly, a highly stressful situation, so they remember the facts incorrectly. They and they, you know, recount them incorrectly or whatever. But then you got people that really try to put their own personal spin on things, like confirmation bias. Like yes. these, this is a hateful group here, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I know they're hateful, and I'm gonna do an article about how hateful they are. Mm-hmm. And so everything you say or everything you see and record is gonna be filtered through that little filter of, hey, this is a hateful group, and here's my confirmation of it. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be confirmation bias, and that, that's more obscene to me than innocently saying, no, I thought he was six foot four. Uh, all I know is he, he had a gun, and he robbed a bank, and he ran, and he was six foot four. That, you, there's a difference. You happen to pick my height, too. You pick your height. You know you just picked my height. Six four? Yeah. Oh, well, good. Yeah. Weird. So if you ever rob a bank, you can trust my description. There you go. I know exactly what he looks like. Six four. Oh, I agree. I didn't realize you were six four, man. Yeah. That's tall. Kind of. I'm only six one. Oh. But um, yeah, man. I don't know. Hopefully this COVID stuff goes away. I don't think it will. It will. Next year. It, uh, you know what? It's going to go away on election day. November first. Yeah. It's going to be gone. Oh, okay. I think so. No. We haven't even hit flu season yet. Yeah, flu season is pretty bad. But they got that flu shot. I've never gotten one. I've got one one my employer made me take it. Really? They I can got do that? Sicker than heck. I didn't know they could do that. Yeah. Do you know how the flu shot is made? They take all the they guess on the strain. Yes, exactly. And then they do the antibodies based on that. Yes. So you, a lot of years they predict wrong. Some years they predict right. Right. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's the World Health Organization that gets to pick it. They pick the proteins of what they think is going to be the strain next fall, mm-hmm. and they have to create it eight months before mm-hmm. the, the season oh, starts. You're wrong. You guys are all sick. It takes five or six months to make it. So they have to decide wow. and make it, and they put it in a chicken egg. It sits there for six months, and a chicken egg and um, incubates, and it grows the but virus. I don't know about the chicken egg. Yeah, they put them in chicken eggs. And wow. they grow the viruses in chicken eggs, and they put them in an incubator for five and a half months. Okay. Then they derive the virus mostly from that egg, and one basically one egg makes enough whatever to make one flu shot. Wow! And it's the WHO that oversees it. But what was crazy is not eating eggs you said anymore. you said sometimes they were right, and sometimes they were wrong about the strain. Yeah. What's crazy is the numbers. So, their worst years, the least effective it's ever been, is ten percent. Wow. So, but guess what the most effective years have been? Probably 35, 40. 50% is their best year on record. Mm-hmm. So it's 50-50. 50% effective. No, that's that's, no, no 50, 50 on the best year. Yeah. But if you factor in the 10% years, yeah. you're looking at 22% effective? No. I just take my chance. I, like I said, I took one once because my employer made me do it. I was really sick like two weeks later, and I'm just like, nope. With everything going on in the news about the WHO, I wonder if there's going to be less people taking the... Well, I, I guess people don't realize they're the people who make the decision for the flu shot. 
they might think it's the FDA or something. They, maybe people don't maybe. realize the WHO is in charge of it. But I would imagine if people were more aware mm-hmm. that with everything that happened recently, there'd be less people inclined to do the flu shot because they're you know distrustful of that organization. Probably. Because you had the whole anti-vaccination thing happening bef- right before all the COVID stuff happened. Yeah, well, that's that was really happening. big in the news. That's been happening for a while, though. Yeah, well, it kind of peaked. I think when last year, when it was really in the news, and there, you know, wasn't protests like it is today. But it was really similar to the COVID thing. It was people very. Hey, we're not. Gonna... It was the schools were making laws last year. Yes, yes, that's know? true. They voted on it, and then you have to. Yeah. Yeah, if you're going to put your kid in school, he's got to be vaccinated. And yeah, then, true. You, know, you have this side of the story, that side of the story. I don't know. My kids are vaccinated. I was vaccinated. Yeah, you're alive. I'm alive. Maybe yeah. it, maybe it made me counterfeit checks. Maybe it went about. <laughs> that's going to fix something. Maybe no. Maybe me getting vaccinated made me. Oh, that explains your behavior. Yes. It was that vaccination, yes. of course. Yes. Yeah. It wasn't to stop measles, mumps, and rubella. No, 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 no. No, it was to make you a criminal. Yes. <laughs> I don't get into the conspiracy theories that you know, there's, like that far. I'd like to listen to them sometimes. Like if I have a friend or a person talking, I'm talking to mm-hmm. who's really into it, I'll listen to him and I'll just think, my goodness, this guy's crazy. Yep. I love just letting them go on their little rant. Some of my favorites are the uh, the chemtrails. Chemtrails, oh. Oh, my goodness. They're the best. Yes. Hear them go off about that. Geoengin- That's my dad. Geoengineering chemtrails, and they're they're ruining solar panels, and they're controlling the weather. That's why we have the fires right now, according to my dad. Oh, I haven't heard that. That's yeah, The that, chemtrails. The chemtrails cause the fires. They're spraying the metals, and metals are flammable. Okay. So it's making everything I, extra flammable. So this is what one guy told me. He said that they're putting aluminum in the sky. Mm-hmm. And then the aluminum refracts the light and causes the water to drop into the ocean so it doesn't rain here. It's a man-made drought. So they said chemtrails were the reason for the drought we had a couple of years ago. Okay. So now you're saying the chemtrails caused the fires. And that's the, the chemtrails flying right over your head? Yeah. So the, well, jet, the jet stream's taking whatever's happening over your head and taking it 3,000 miles that way. Well, if you're in the jet stream, yeah. Yeah, but I mean... Like you see the chem, you see the their contrails, condensation. Right. That's what they're called. Well, depending on what belief you are, your chemtrails are contrails, True. right? But let's say you see a condensation trail right over your head. Whatever's in that is going to flow. Is going to go three thousand miles, whatever the jet stream's going. It's not falling on you. Makes sense. But I think the whole metal thing goes. But they, they do. Uh, it's called cloud seeding. So to have rain, you have to have some sort of a particle for the moisture to cling to. Okay, yeah. So that's like your dust and your pollutants and yeah. stuff like that. If the atmosphere were totally 100% free of all that, you would have less rain. So this started back in the 1800s where they would cloud seed and they would do a silver nitrate, I believe, and shoot it up in fireworks. And it, there's science behind it and it does work. Or if you have like 30% humidity, you know, or even 40% or... Plus some silver nitrate, you can make it rain? And you put some particles up there, the moisture is going to cling to those particles and it's going to get heavier and it's going to fall. Okay. I did hear one of their, some of the fuel for their fire, so to speak, is when Mm -hmm. they talk about uh, a presidential speech where they mention working on controlling the weather. It's like, you see? You see, he wasn't supposed to say that publicly. No, it's... They can control the weather. They can't. 
the guy I watch on YouTube was actually talking about predicting the weather, and he went over all the variables of you would have to know every – there's too many data points to predict the weather that Ooh, accurately. Too many data points. That's where machine learning comes in, my friend. Yeah. Handle all those crazy variable data points. But, I mean, the whole thing with the chemtrails, it's commercial flights up there. Right. So you're telling me that private companies are making commercial are spraying flights. stuff for the government. Wait, are you saying... And then they're going bankrupt? Hold on. Are you saying chemtrails aren't real right now? Yes. Oh, my goodness. My opinion. No, it's, it's, it is a ridiculous... So Southwest, or, you know, what was the old... Uh, what was it? Like Delta? What was the ones that went bankrupt years ago? I don't know. American Airlines, Delta, Southwest. Or, those are the big ones now. Was it TNA Airlines? I don't know. I can't remember. But they've gone bankrupt. There was like two or three big ones back in the 80s. Oh, I do know about... Yes. Yeah. So they've been spraying... I wasn't there, but I've heard... Okay, so let's assume they've been spraying for the government this whole time. Mm -hmm. Why are they going bankrupt and going out of business? Yeah, the government's supporting them. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know why vaccines are killing people and so, chemtrails are controlling the weather. Okay, I don't understand it. I just know it's real. I just, just know when I, when I looked up in April, there wasn't one for like two months. No chemtrails? Yeah. Planes, oh, weren't, planes weren't flying. Planes are always flying. Not back then. I'm sure you can find a map. You can find the maps online where it shows yeah. all the flights in the what, air at one time. What's overhead.com or something like that? Yeah. yeah. But back in April when everybody was stuck at home? Oh, oh, I see. I see. Yeah. There were no planes flying. That makes sense. The only time everything was grounded in history that I know of was... Uh, After 9-11? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're, we're recording this on 9-11, actually. True. So, yeah, 19 years ago today... Every flight was grounded. Mm -hmm. Alaska, everywhere. That was a crazy day. It was. Still remember it. Today was, I saw um, some people on the side of the freeway in a field on horseback. I saw that today, too. And they're all, um, they all had flags. Mm -hmm. And they're riding back and forth just with the flags. They had more fun than I did today. It, it looked pretty awesome, man. A lot of respect for those guys to go out there and hold those flags like that. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's a crazy day. I remember back then, uh, there all the American flags people had. I remember everybody. Mm -hmm. Even even my family. I was pretty young. So let me think. I was like 11. Oh, so I'm a lot older than you. Yeah, I was pretty young. I was but 19. I remember flags everywhere. And 21. A lot of people had two flags on their cars. The flags you put in your little windows and you roll them up, mm -hmm. they would have one on each side of their vehicle. It was something that really, really united everybody. I remember there was uh, secular music coming out about America, and that was super popular. Everybody's like, oh, we should do something, fight back. And I don't know anybody personally that thought we shouldn't do something. I heard about it as a, a young person, but I never met anybody that was like that, mm -hmm. anti-war at the time. No. Like, That's how it is when it, when you attack us. It's yeah, let's go yeah. get them. We're Everybody gonna... gets there. Everybody gets together. But here it is, twenty years later. We're still over there. Nineteen, yeah. We're still over there. Uh, pulling out apparently, less and less. Yeah. 
there's a, they're canceling a lot of missions. I was just listening to a podcast today. Some special operations guy, his mission got canceled next year because there's so many units pulling out of there. Wow. So See what happens. Yeah. Hopefully they don't come back, reform without our presence there. I don't know. No, it'll just be all crazy chaos. I don't make those decisions, and I just I try to avoid them. I've been avoiding the news lately. It's too uh, brings me down too much. All the COVID and the riots and everything going on. Yeah, you got to go through a lot of bad to find that one good story. It's not even worth it. No. I don't even try. Just uh, don't read them. No. That's my motto. Skim some headlines about technology and new stuff coming out, and then don't read anything about no riots. Thankfully, they're not happening here. I'm glad I live in a small community. No. They won't happen here. Nah. It's too many crazy rednecks. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. I heard there was, we, my in-laws live up in Idaho, and there was going to be some big protest at one of the cities. I guess a bunch of law-abiding citizens showed up, and nothing happened. Yeah, that happened twice here. Yeah. Two times there was um, protesters, and then the local people showed up and shut them down. Yeah. Nothing got broken. Mm-hmm. Nobody got shot. That's a protest. When you're breaking stuff and burning stuff, that's not a protest. Yeah, well, I I understand. Yeah. Just peaceable assembly, and then there's there's riots. There's chaos. There's different things. Anarchy. And I understand, but, um, yeah, I don't want to get into all that. Everybody's talking about that. Yep. So back to YouTube. Yeah, what about it? You don't ever watch YouTube? Not, No. There's a guy I, on there. I listen, uh, I listen to it, and I listen to a lot of podcasts to learn stuff, but that's it. There's a guy on there. Uh, I don't know his real name, but his screen name is uh, Kit Booga. Okay. And he's an IT guy, and he scams the scammers. Oh, how does he do that? He has a system in his house. He's got like 100-something phone lines, you know, all in his house, and he's really good with computers. And he's got, like, a virtual computer within his computer. Okay. So he can let them in, and they think he can't see anything, but really he can. So he's got a fake bank account because it's, like, a virtual Internet. Mm-hmm. So he's got a fake bank account. It's Bull. Gullible. Right. And, like, you read, like, their mission statements, like, no shoes, no shirt, no checking. <laughs> You know, small stuff like that. So he that. he wrote all this stuff as just satire? It's a fake website. Yeah. It's a f- completely fake website on his virtual network. And then he's, like, copied, like, the Walmart website and, like, the Amazon website right. and Google and all that. So he get, he get, that's the scammers call him. He calls them. And he pretends he's got, like, a voice changer. He pretends he's an old lady. And he drags them on for hours and hours and hours and hours. That's he's got cool. like a counter at the top. Yeah, how you long know, it'll be like them? ten minutes, and then you'll see it like jump to twenty because he had to call him back for whatever reason. <laughs> so he keeps track of how long he's keeping them going for. Yeah, that's cool. That's Just funny. Hours. Well, that's similar to how antivirus companies actually work. So what okay. they'll do is they'll build virtual computer networks. Mm-hmm. So it'll look like an office building mm-hmm. uh, virtually. So they'll have the IP addresses, and they'll have what's the, the subnet assign IP addresses to all these different machines, and then they'll even make artificial traffic happen. So it looks like an office building with several people sending emails to each other and okay. communicating back and forth. And then they'll go ahead and download a virus or let someone infect them with a virus to see how it behaves, how it jumps through the network, what, what the algorithm is, so they can figure it out. 
and then they map that algorithm, that pattern that mm-hmm. the virus, uh, how the virus behaves, and then they program that into their antivirus software so everybody gets a copy of it on your software. So when that pattern happens on your network or your office of space or your home, they already know. it detects it because it's seen it before. Okay. So what cool. he's doing is similar. On a, on he's a much, just wasting their time. On a much smaller scale. He's just wasting their That's all he does. What antivirus companies actually do. So yeah. that's pretty neat. Cool. The things that he, he gets them cussing, they're just mad. My He goes and buys, he'll go and buy the gift cards, right? Like, not really, though. He's in front of a green screen. And he's got, like, car noises and store noises. Oh, yeah, yeah. When they tell you, hey, send me. They're like, you need to go to the Walmart right now. and Get buy, some green buy, dot cards. Get the, get the Google Play cards. He's like, oh, okay, you know, I'm the old lady. Let me hold on. And he'll hear the car door shut, and you'll hear him driving, and he gets there, and he buys the cards, and then he gets back, and then they actually, they're supposed to, he's supposed to give them the number on the cards so they can redeem them. Right. He's 83-year-old woman. He doesn't know. He's putting the cards in Google and redeeming them right there. And they get so mad thinking that it's, like, completely real. They think it's real. He really went to the store. Oh, my goodness. That's great. And they start cussing, but they're talking in their language, and it's weird. When I was doing field work for IT, I used to do uh, stores, like kind of like like retail stores. Mm -hmm. And I would go into these retail stores, and they was – I remember going into the back office working on the network, Mm -hmm. and they they would have this training going for their employees. And the training would be – it would say something like, if you get a call from someone who you don't know and they ask you to get one of the gift cards and load it up and then give them the numbers, don't do that. Yes, we get that, that all the time. That's training. I'm thinking, who, you need to train these people to do this? How could they not know that? So, so here's, here's what they'll do. They'll call and they'll say, hi, my name's so-and-so and I'm, I'm the owner of your company of whatever, Walmart. Uh, I need you to go over to the cash register. I'm going to give you a work order number so your drawer won't be short. We're just going to do a mock transaction to make sure things are working. And they'll have you, they'll have the employee give them the card number, load it up with money, and they'll say, okay, here's your work order number so your drawer won't be short. And they'll make them give the caller the card number that's been loaded from mm-hmm. their drawer. Still happens today. I still have to take training once a month on that. This is the craziest thing, man. I see this training a lot Mm because I'm working in the same type of store, going around, traveling around, um, doing these networks. And I get to this one where I'm working on the network, and I see this lady on the phone, a manager. She's on the phone, and she's saying, I'm on the phone with my boss's boss's boss. Oh, okay. And I just continue working. And then she goes and gets a gift card, and she cracks it open. And she's like, and I said, ma'am, it's none of my business what you're doing, but it appears to me that you're getting scammed. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? I said, ma'am, you know that training that they uh, they do with the people calling, giving you a work order number? She says, oh, you think? And I said, I'm afraid so. Mm-hmm. That's none of my business, ma'am. I don't want to tell you anything about it's your job. You know, I, I don't, I don't want to say anything. It's not my place. But I, I think you may be getting scammed. Oh, okay, do you think I should hang up? I I, can't, I don't know. I think yeah, I think so, but who am I? So she hangs up, and then she goes and tells the other employees, like, I can't believe it. The IT guy just told me that this was happening, and I realized I think I was getting scammed. And I kind of felt bad for this lady. I thought, how did, how did she not know that? I don't know. How did she not make the connection? She's, I, she's giving a card number 
to someone who she's never met, mm-hmm. to her boss's boss's boss, she says. Mm-hmm. And she has a work order number, so her drawer's not going to come up short. Just happened to pick that store at whatever time to call and want to test a gift card. Yeah, that is. Yeah. No, they still fall for it today. That's crazy, man. It happens two, three times a week at my company. Not at my store, but they, they send us emails. Oh, this happened at this store. This happened at this store. Oh, like a damage report. Yeah. Man. It's like, why? A lot of times I think a lot of them are inside jobs. In, you think they do it on willingly? Yeah. So they have there, like their no, aunt, their aunt calls, and they say their friend. Oh, I um. They don't like it. They don't like working there. They want to quit anyway. Oh, uh, okay. That makes a little more sense than people actually being duped by that. Mm-hmm. But the lady, she was genuinely being fooled by it, even though she had the training. I think it's a small amount that you are know. actually. You think? Okay, I see what you're saying. I didn't even consider that. Wow. So, you know, so the employee does it and then uses that as an assistant ex- manager as an excuse. Just above minimum wage. You don't like your job. You've seen it happen at other stores. You know there's no repercussions. You're like, you're just going to get fired. That's the only thing that's going to happen. Wow. So I can either just get fired so or they, I can get fired and have $2,000 and split it with my friends. So they count up the cost and they think, I'm going to go get a new job. But on my way out, mm-hmm. I'm going to do That's pretty, that's pretty You low. see it happen in like Sacramento, like San Jose, Vallejo. Man. You know, it's mostly those stores. I never just my opinion, that. but no. Well, you're that makes sense, man. You 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 would know you worked there. Yeah, um, I've never seen him prosecute anybody. We had a guy one time. He, uh, um, we had a new district supervisor, and nobody met her yet. And so the one guy, he ended up giving all the money out of the safe, and all the deposit money to the new district supervisor, who we never met. Whoa. Because she came in to do an audit at, you know, 8 o'clock at night. Oh, my goodness. She fell for it. Or he, he fell for he it. He fell for it. That's crazy. But I believed it was an inside job. I believed he knew. And I believe there were Was two. he fired? He was fired. Not prosecuted. My goodness. You know what's crazy? And then it was like the two other employees that were working that night. You know, a month later, they didn't work there. Oh, so they kind of they so someone else had the same suspicions as you did, and it was an inside job. I think they were all involved. Interesting. The craziest part about that training I was telling you about is how part of the training was I was I worked a lot of hours in there. They would tell the employees now if someone comes in and they purchase something like five five hundred dollar Green Dot gift cards, mm-hmm. you are not allowed to tell them they're getting scammed. You have to very politely suggest, and I thought, what? You can't tell them? You think you're, you think they're getting scammed? You have to, like, you can't ask them what they're going to spend the money on. Or, hey, are you, you're not buying a car from someone you've never met, are you? You can't say that to someone that's doing it, according to their training. Mm-hmm. According to the training, you have to say, hey, just so you know, there's a lot of scams on the Internet about people buying multiple green dot cards at the max limit, and then they want to be paid with the green dot cards in order to receive a car that's being shipped. Mm-hmm. I just want to let you know that those scams are going around. Mm-hmm. That's how you have to say it. They, they're different now. They point that out more. They actually tell us to look out for that. So if you're looking for, if, if like, they you're say tra- if like an 80-year-old woman comes in and seems confused and doesn't know about, you know, like green dot cards and wants to buy a lot of them, 
your, your suspicions, you know, you need to say something. Are you allowed to go ahead and just give her straight up advice? Say, ma'am, yes. I think yes. you're being scammed. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's way better than the training I and was listening most to. Most places do that now, like the, the guy I watch on YouTube. Um, they specifically tell the person, which is him pretending to be an old person, don't talk to the manager. Just go there, buy the gift cards, don't talk to anybody. Wow. And then he'll sometimes get the manager involved. And you can hear the manager saying, oh, this is a scam, blah, blah. And, oh, no, no, it's not. I was told not to talk to you. That's elaborate. The scam artist telling you, don't talk to the manager. Yeah. But the employees get the same training. They do, but they don't, you know, nobody pays attention. Oh, or come they on. don't care. I would definitely, if some old lady was coming through and I was working retail, and she was buying five green dot cards. I would definitely say something. Excuse me, ma'am. Yeah. I, I, um, I hope you're not going to give those numbers on that card to someone over the internet because I think you're being scammed. I would just say it. But then you got a 22-year-old kid who doesn't really care and just, oh, yeah, I'm here for a paycheck. Here you go. Yep. Yep. Here's your total. Thank you. Okay. Well, I guess those people exist. They do. Maybe you should get a different job. Me? No, the, those, oh. that 22-year-old kid. Oh, I'm sure he'll have plenty of different jobs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. My first job, I worked at a TV station. How was Actually, that? my first job, I worked for the high school district. Okay. I was oh. the IT specialist for one of the high schools around here. Okay. Then I got a job at a TV station. Then I started working retail. Then I became a chef. Now I'm working retail again. And what was how what was the uh, what was your favorite thing about your second job, the TV station? What did you have to do there? I did everything. I was a audio guy, camera guy, technical director, director. Uh, operated the live van, videographer, uh, production manager, master control, all that. Man, that's a lot of stuff. Yeah, a lot of buttons. I've had to work in, in a, a dark room. The uh, couple of those places, there, there's a lot of stuff happening. Mm-hmm. But thankfully, networks are the same everywhere you go. Yeah. It doesn't change. It was like, I remember a couple of real bad fire seasons back in the early 2000s, and it was like 17-hour day. It was like just me. It was me and the news anchor. Just man in the shop. Yeah. Like he's man. out in the newsroom. He's getting the fire information, talking to Cal Fire, blah, blah, blah. I'm in the back making the graphics, getting the tapes together. Man. I'm running the audio, then, you know, running out with the headset on, changing the camera position while we're in video, running back into the control room, putting this tape in, hitting this button, hitting that button. When I um, did IT work at the stations, it was, um, they had these really intricate backup systems which I thought were pretty neat. Mm-hmm. These massive diesel generators. Oh, yeah, we and had, then they had a one. They had a natural gas generator on top of the diesel generator. I thought, my goodness, they are ready to run a long time without power. You're FCC controlled, so you're controlled by the government. Oh, so you, you have, probably have to have some of those redundancies. Yeah, so, so that way you have your emergency broadcast network. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, you have to be able to send an off-air signal. That actually makes sense for all those redundancies. Those, yeah. They make sense now. I just thought they were, they wanted to get the news out Can't the just time. be like aliens are attacking. Oh, no, we don't have power. Sorry, we can't let anybody know. No, they're always going to have power. They yeah. got like three backups. Oh, yeah. I remember crazy stuff we did trying to 
like replacing computer boards on the new video switcher during the middle of a live broadcast to make it happen. That sounds stressful. Yeah. I would get stressed out by if I, I loved it. Mess something up in my old job. It was awesome. I loved it. My fun part was here's a camera, go get video of this. Okay. Oh, we get some stock footage or something. Yeah, or there's a big accident on I five, go you get to drive past through the CHP roadblock. And oh, with your little press pass? Yeah. You get in? There's no real press pass. Wait, what? You're press? in the car. Oh, so they just let you through? Yeah. You get to know people, you know, like, oh, there's, you know, Jim. Did you ever get to use a press pass or anything? There's no such thing. What? Yeah. It's not real? No. You just have the uniform? Yeah. I just thought of a new counterfeit scheme. Yeah? yeah. Press passes? Yeah. Just, there you go. No, not press passes. Just dress up like the press. Why not? Just get in anywhere. All right, I'm going to go. I'm just kidding. I'll let, I would not it do happens. that. Did you know that the Blue Angels, when they go into places to do their air shows, mm-hmm. they do three free rides. One for someone in like local government, uh-huh. one for someone in radio, local radio, and one for someone in local television. television. Yeah. They used to always fly at KRCR. I never got to fly. That's too bad. It was always the, the on-air people. Yeah. The uh, anchors and the mm-hmm. show hosts. Yeah. That's pr- pretty cool. I did not know that until I had my current job. Mm-hmm. My boss was the president. I of have the... their autographs from like 91, though. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. My dad had a mechanic shop out by the airport. And he stopped at the gas station, and they were all in there buying snacks. They just He asked them for an autograph? And they went out to the van, and they had the thing already printed up, and they all signed it. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I still have it. Air shows are pretty neat. Yeah. They just had a major accident in... Germany at an air show. You hear about no, that? No. Three planes collided. Oh. Yeah. And uh, 70 people injured, and I forget how many died. No. Really crazy. But, you know, air shows, it's happened once, and I remember one in Reno happened, an accident. They're kind of. Yeah, that was a bad one. It was pretty bad. Yeah. It wasn't as bad as that one in Germany. Well, when you fly two tons of metal through the air, it. That much miles per hour. Yeah. You run the chance. It's pretty cool, though, when it, when things go right. Mm-hmm. When things are all going right, it's pretty cool. To, I was like to, the Red Bull races. To hear and to watch. Um, it's really intense how loud they are. Oh, yeah. It's, it's crazy. I think it's funny how so many people have earplugs. I'm like, oh, okay. I should have thought of that. We were coming back from Idaho, and we're in eastern Oregon uh, around Christmas Valley, and you can literally see like 40 miles in front of you, straight line. And you're coming down a hill, and then you get to the valley floor, and then you kind of go up a hill. And so we're at the one end, and I'm doing, there's speed limits like 80. I'm doing like 100, because you can see that far ahead. Yeah. And you see these jets flying the ridge, and they're just booking. And I'm like, oh, man, we know we shouldn't have stopped at that gas station back there, because if we wouldn't have stopped at that gas station, we'd be right under those jets right now. Oh, yeah. You know, so, like, all sad and stuff like that. and Missed opportunity. We get up to the top of the ridge, and then all of a sudden I hear my kids saying something, and I look to my right, and it was, like, 200 feet above me. Wow. And he's booking. And we got the radio on, and I'm doing 100 miles an hour. And the whole car just started shaking. And you could hear That's pretty cool. It was awesome. The air shows are intense like that. 
It was like my own private one out in the middle of the desert. You can feel it. Yeah. My wife's like, you know, he probably saw you at the other end of the valley and was like, I bet I can fly around at 1,000 miles an hour and get back there before he gets to the other end. Yeah, they like to do stuff like that. They like to mess with people sometimes. Probably. Want to hear their stories? That's what I would do. It's like, oh, I got really close and scared these people. And they're, It's in one of those books. Um, is it Unbroken? No, it's in The Higher Call where it talks about these pilots doing that. When they had to spend time in the air, they would get really close to people and try to get in a run, run around. It's a terrible prank to play on people. Or they draw different patterns in the their flight path. Draw patterns for yeah. for the who? For themselves. Oh. No, You've never seen that one? No, I haven't heard of that. There's been two of them gotten in trouble in the past couple of years. There's like regulations against breaking the sound barrier. Oh, yeah. Over land because mm-hmm. of shockwaves. They'll break a window. Yeah. No, they, they draw. They do their flight path, and they make certain uh, phallic uh, flight paths. Huh. I didn't know that was a thing. And then somebody on, like, one of the apps catches it, and it's in the news, and then they get in trouble. And Something that's in the news all the time, not all the time, but several times a year, is how we intercept Russian planes off the coast of Alaska. Oh, that's every month. And China, too. It's really, like, why do we, why do they keep flying so close? What's going on there? Why? They're right there. They're in international water. Yeah, but at 14 miles out or whatever, we scramble F-22s out there, F-18s, and intercept them. Please leave the airspace. Don't know. Okay. Yeah, they don't. Keeps happening. Yep. Well, man, um, we've been at this for a while. You want to wrap this up? Sure. Well, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. It was interesting, counterfeiting. Yeah. What do you know? Not that interesting. No, it's interesting. I think it's 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 crazy. It's not advisable. Don't do it. No. Yeah, that's the moral of the story today. No. It's not worth it. I don't regret it. Don't do things illegal. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't have my kids. I wouldn't have my wife. You know, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. That's a good way to live, man. You make every choice you make leads to somewhere else. Yeah. Don't uh, don't dwell on the past. Don't dwell on regret. That's no, good. Never. That's it. It's only destructive. All you can do is change the way you are now and move forward. Mm-hmm. You can only change the future, not the past. Now, one more thing about counterfeiting. Sure. There's a lot of bills out there that are counterfeit that you cannot tell the difference. Okay, and how do you make those? You, you're a government <laughs> of another country that has the same oh, printer. Oh, wow. Look at that. And the same paper and the same ink. I wonder how often that happens. All the time. Really? Mm-hmm. How would we know? We can't know. We know. If they're perfect counterfeits. Some people know. We won't know. So that's like the FBI doing that. Yeah. Checking the microprint. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they find them all the time. The super secret signatures. Mm-hmm. Well, don't do counterfeiting, fellas. No. Not worth it. Well, anyway, I hope you enjoyed the show. If you uh, want to leave some feedback, the, you can do that at thegabblepodcast at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-G-A-B-L podcast at gmail.com. Love to hear your feedback and your show suggestions. Let me know what you thought. And if you like the show, be sure to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you're listening so you hear the next episode. And that's it, guys. Hey, thanks, thanks again, Jason, for joining us. You're welcome. All right. See you guys.